0: Welcome to the Confident Close Her podcast, the podcast where we help established online coaches, consultants, and sellers master human behavior sales techniques, break free from the dated, ineffective, and just plain wrong sales strategies, create radical revenue leaps, and break through to multi-six and seven figures. I'm your host, Ann Keeney, and my mission is to teach online, high-performing female coaches and sellers how to win at the game of sales using selling techniques that work with human behavior, because we know that a business that doesn't make plenty of money is a dying business. So take off those boxing gloves. Stop fighting for your sales, because in 30 minutes or less, I'll show you how to pour rocket fuel onto your strategies, pull in way more profit and close up to 90% of your sales, authentically, humanely, and consistently. Let's get down to business. Hey everybody, hey, welcome back, welcome back. I feel like I've been gone a long time. So um, for some of you who have been my regular listeners, you're probably like, Ann, where have you been? I haven't seen a podcast in like a month. And you know, I'm still here. I've been here, and here's the thing: I have not not recorded a podcast every single week, ever in all the years I've been doing my podcast. But this year, um, this past like month, couple months, my team and I, we have really, really been doing deep dives into the market, doing a lot of uh, research, doing a lot of um, extensive. Uh, data search on you know the market shifts and the things changing right now in the economy Um, and we've really been refining and redesigning a lot of the things inside of our programs so you know we've been kind of head down really really serving and nurturing and working very closely to current clients Um, we have been doing extensive market research there looking at uh, actual data and numbers from all of that. We have completely revamped our programs, curriculums, uh, schedule, structure. Um, We've revamped our uh, accountability division. We have just been making some very big monumental changes in the back end of our business that is going to support the front end of our business uh, as we continue out through the rest of 2023 and head into 2024 uh, that really aligns with the changes in the marketplace and the shifts and contractions and things that are taking place and have been taking place, um, you know, in just really looking at how the market is buying right now and what do we need to do. Uh, to continue to thrive in that and continue to be the best at what we do and stand out above all our competitors. And so we have been head down and I've had a lot to say. I've had so much that I've wanted to say and I haven't, I just haven't had the bandwidth mentally um, to like focus on the podcast right now. I had to take a little break um, and put my attention and my focus where it needed to be so we can continue to scale and thrive in the economy. And so, you know, the podcasts that we record going forward are probably going to share a lot of that with you. We're going to talk about a lot of those things. Today, what I wanted to do, just kind of like as a kind of welcome back, I wanted to really talk about um, how I got to Seven Figures. Um, You know, if you followed me for any amount of time, you know my my childhood journey, you know that I, you know, endured severe, severe trauma and abuse in every way shape and form as a child uh, I was born right into the foster care system where I spent my first eight years uh, bouncing uh, every year to a new home and in every single one of those homes I endured and encountered abuse that no human should ever have to go through Um, I have have pretty much been through all of it there's not really a whole lot I can say I didn't experience if you can think of any sort of physical, mental, emotional abuse, Um, there's not really anything I can say that hasn't happened to me. So, um, you know, with that, um, I've built this beautiful life, this beautiful business, um, and a lot of people are so curious, like, how did you endure all of that and overcome that? And how are you you know, able to get where you are today with all that trauma and all that childhood abuse? Like, how do you do that? And I think this is is so prevalent in the online space, I think, because I've, I just feel like we're in a season where so many people have so much trauma in different ways. Uh, and we feel and think that that plays such a big part in our business, right? So what I want to do is I'm not going to get into, you can go listen to past podcasts, uh, where I've talked about my specific journey and, and kind of how I redirected that pain. And I think that that's the most important thing. If, if you want to have a successful business or just a good life, you have to learn how to redirect and reframe your pain to make it work for you. You need to learn how to leverage that, right? You can have a pity party or you can have a victim mentality, or you can channel all of that pain and all of that, like those feelings to to put them to work for you. And that is what I did. So I'm not gonna go into that today, but I wanna share that because I want you to know, I don't come from anything. I don't have advantages. I don't have money in the bank. I didn't have family. I didn't have a savings account. I didn't have confidence. I didn't have education. I never even went to high school, okay? I barely made it through eighth, eighth grade. I never went to high school. Um, I didn't have an awesome, I didn't even have an okay life growing up. It was severely bad. Um, you know, really bad. Um, and so I didn't, I don't have, I didn't have any, uh, all the odds were stuck against me. So, and I shared that only to show you, please do not send me like, I'm so sorry. Please don't send me stuff like that. I'm not sorry for any of my past. It has made me so resilient and so convicted and so inspired and empowered and ambitious. I can't tell you all the good things that have come out of my past. I don't regret it. I don't wish it away. I don't want to change it. Um, And I don't want pity for that. I share it only for the sole purpose to show you, you have a choice. We don't have control over what people say or do to us. You have zero control over that. You have to channel your focus on what you do have control over. And you do have control over in how you respond and react to the way that people treat you and the things that people do to you. That you have 100% control of. It's the only thing you have control of. And I've had to spend most of my life, I've had to spend most of my life reframing and rechanneling my pity party and my victim mentality and my trauma I've had to really channel that to how can I find the silver lining in this and how can I find the lesson because no one, nobody would go through it and encounter and endure the pain and suffering and abuse that I have for nothing. There's no way I believe that. I do not believe that I went through what I went through for nothing. I believe I was meant to go through that so that I could re-channel all of that pain and trauma, so that I could rechannel it and use it for good, use it to change other people's lives, use it to show people what's possible, regardless of your circumstances. I deeply believe that. And I believe that I was meant to go through that because I was strong enough to come, on the, come out the other side of it uh, as a shining light. I believe that because I'm not going to believe anything. I will never be a victim. I will never, ever sit and wallow in pity about my past. There's no way anyone is going to have control over me like that, right? I, I would never give my power like that to anybody, right? Those, those people that do things to go on and live their life, I will, I will too. And so I have spent a great deal of my life reframing and healing and rechanneling all of that. And finding the silver lining, because I do believe I went through that because there was a bigger purpose. It wasn't for nothing. And so I want to share that because I want you guys to understand when I talk about um, every piece of content I put out and anything I say, I don't say it for the sake of saying it. Um, I say it because it's true to me, because it means something to me, and because I feel it's helpful. And it's my voice and I have a voice. I'm not afraid to use it, I'm not afraid to share it, um, and I don't care what anybody thinks about it, okay? It's my truth, period, end of conversation. And so when I create content, I create it from that mindset, I create it from that place. I don't care if you guys acknowledge it, I don't care if you clap, I don't care if you like it, love it, hate it, if it makes you mad, that's not my problem. I speak my truth, okay? And I don't create content if I have nothing to say. So I think that when I'm sharing, you know, how I got to seven figures, I, I, the point behind this isn't about seven figures. The point behind this is about success, period. It's that I took myself from abuse and poverty and trauma and welfare and food stamps and single momhood and downright having nothing. And I have turned that into a beautiful life for me and my family. And I've cha- and I'm now impacting others, and I'm taking time out of my day every day to help other people do the same. And that's what it's about. It's not really about the seven figures, okay? It's about the fact that you can go from nothing to this, and this can be whatever you want it to be, okay? When I first started, I just wanted to make like the bills. You know what I mean? I just want to feed my kid. Over the years, that's grown. Okay. And now I have bigger goals and dreams and things I want to do in the world. And that costs money. Right. So it's not about the seven figures. It's just that I live a seven figure lifestyle, right? I give to charities. I feed families. I have kids. I have these things. I have properties. We have goals that are just bigger. So they just cost more money. Right. So I want you guys, I want to share today. How did I really get there? How did I get here from there? Right. Um, and I, I wanna walk you guys through that because I think it's really important. I think it is really important. If I can do this, anyone can, and I don't care how cliche that sounds, I'm not kidding. Um, I'm not coming here from like this lavish lifestyle and childhood and trust fund baby with money in the bank and lots of love and support. Like I'm coming here from downright nothing. And I'm telling you, if I can do it, then anybody can do it. Okay. Um, so the the first thing I want to walk you guys through is how did I even get to where I am now? And I say seven figures because that's just where I am now. Okay. Um, if I was sharing this, you know, a couple years ago, I would say six figures. Years before that, I'd say, you know, how did I get to my first five came up? Right now I'm just sharing where I'm at. What I want you guys to understand is I did things that most people wouldn't do. Most people don't do. Um that got me here. Okay. And uh, I think that's important because there's a lot of a people, there's a lot of people that expect that they can do very minimal and do very little and be very, very comfortable and safe and have what the people that are above them or further along than them, I should say, have what they have, but not have to do the work that they had to do. And I want you to know that's an insult. Okay. Um, I want you to know that when you are saying, I want what other people have, but I don't want to do what they had to do, and I'm not willing to do the work they had to do, I want you to know that you're not only shortchanging yourself, but you're insulting the people that worked really hard. You're basically saying like, we did that for nothing and that you don't have to, uh, only we had to do that. And that, that's an insult to what we've sacrificed and how hard we've worked. We've put the time in. We've been on the field doing the reps. We've trained like athletes for our business success. We did what most people won't do. And it's a it's a huge, massive insult to not acknowledge that or to think that you won't have to do the same. So I just, I really need to reframe that mindset because it's not going to serve you and you're insulting other people. Okay? Um, you're insulting what this requires. You're insulting the hard work that absolutely you're going to have to do or you're not going to have what they have, period, right? There's not a shortcut for some people. Like you're either going to do it or you're not going to do it, but there's no like, I'm going to have what you have, but I don't need to do what you had to do. That's not actually a thing and it's extremely insulting, but it's also not serving you because you think in your head that there's some shortcut for you that no one else has ever had, but you're going to get it. That's, that's like uh, entitlement and that's not really a thing. So I wanna kind of reframe that because I don't want you to be unrealistic about what this takes, okay? This isn't a nine to five job. This is, you're running a business, you're launching a business. Like that's a lot of pressure and a lot of responsibility and you better be willing to do what comes with that, right? Success comes with great sacrifice. I don't care if anybody tells you different, that's a lie. Success comes with great sacrifice. And it comes with a lot of hard work and a very lot of uncomfortableness, period. There's no way around that. So, you know, when I was on food stamps as a single mom, I invested in my very first coach when I had no money. I had food stamps. And by the way, food stamps is not cash. You can't pay for a coach with food stamps. Okay? So I didn't have cash. I didn't have a bank account because I had no money. Uh, I had no job. I had zero dollars to my name. I only had food stamps, and I lived in government housing, so my bills were paid by them. Like my rent was paid by them, my power was paid by them, heat was included. The only thing I had to really pay for was food. I didn't have a cell phone. I didn't have. Um, I didn't have a bank account. I. I. I had a vehicle that was given to me by a family member, um, but we didn't. You know, we never had gas to use it, and it needed work, and I had no money, so it really just sat in in the driveway in the parking lot. So, uh, we we borrowed rides right from family and friends. So we didn't really have anything, and I invested in my first coach in that situation. And many of you are like, "Well, how did you pay for that with no money?" And that's that's one of my greatest talents. It's not a talent. I'm sorry, it's not a talent. One of my greatest skill sets is my resourcefulness. Um, You better believe if there's a way, I will figure it out. That is always my mentality. I'm not, I'm never focused on the problem. I'm always solution focused. I believe whether if there's a will, there's a way. And I believe that everything has a solution. And you have to understand that when you grow up in the type of lifestyle that I grew up in, You don't have a choice except to get very resourceful on how you're going to survive. Every day of my life, from the moment I was born, I had to learn how to survive, right? I had to learn how I was going to make it through the day, encountering the abuse that I was encountering. I had to physically get through the physical pain. I had to mentally get through the emotional pain, and I had to learn How do you go five days with no drink of water and not an ounce of food? How do you go five days in a row consecutively being locked in a room that had no bed, it had no carpet, it had nothing. It was an empty shell of a room. There wasn't even a blind on the window. I had to go to the bathroom in the corner of that room for five days in a row, no food, not a sip of water. You better believe you learn how to survive. You get very resourceful, right? And I had to do that my entire life. So what I learned in all of that is that if you really want something, you'll figure it out. And the means to do it is there. But if you're so blocked in your own thoughts that you can't even get out of your own way, you're not going to see the solutions in front of you. Did I have money? No, I didn't. 100% legit, not a dollar to my name. I don't even think I had five cents, okay? I mean, I might have some change laying around, but like really, I had no money. So I had to get resourceful, and I had to tap into other people's resources. And that is the way I got started. Because if I didn't do that, then I would have never got started. Because starting a business is not free. You don't know what you don't know and you have to be willing to do some things. And so did I have to borrow money? Yes, I did. Did I have to go collect bottles and find bottles and cash them in? Yes, I did. Did I have to uh, take out credit cards that a lot of them because I had such bad credit that I couldn't get a, a credit card with a decent amount? Yes, I did. I took out multiple credit cards. Uh, Did I have to find all the change that I could find and go to the grocery store and cash it in for bills? Yes, I did. Did I have to ask uh, the mentor that I was invested in if she would be willing to do a payment plan? Yes, I did. I had to do things that were not awesome. I had to sell stuff. I sold almost everything we had to just get money. Um, But I did that because I believed That if someone could show me what I needed to do, I already knew I would do it. I'm a fucking fighter. I've been fighting my whole life. I have been working my way to the top my whole life. I've never sat back and waited for anyone to do shit for me. If I wanted, I do go after it. And I have those skills. I have that instilled in me from the day I was born. And I truly 100% believe that's why I am where I am because of those skills, because I never ever sit and wallow in pity and I don't make excuses. You'll never hear me say, I want that but I can't have it because, because, because. You'll never hear me say, I know I need that to get where I'm going but I'm gonna sit here because, because, because. You'll never hear those words come out of my mouth. If there's a will, there's a way and I will figure it out and I will get uncomfortable and I will be risky and I will do things that aren't awesome but I will do what I have to do to get what I want. And that is a mentality I've had from day one because I've had to fight and claw my way to where I am. Okay. And you're going to have to do the same thing if you want what you want because nothing worth having is going to come free or easy. And it's not inside comfortable. Success and comfortable don't coexist. So I had to do what I had to do to get the money to make the investments and it felt like shit and it was embarrassing as hell and it felt awful. And did I know if I was going to get the results? No. Did I know if I was going to be able to pay the people back? Of course I didn't. I had no freaking idea, but I knew that if I didn't do that, then my situation wasn't going to change at all. And I at least had a little bit of faith in myself that if I couldn't be shown the way, I know that I would do the work and so if you show me the way and I do the work, that to me sounds like a recipe for success, or I could just sit here and stay in the same place I'm in, which was not an option for me. Some of you are okay with where you are, even though you're stuck in struggling and suffering and you're settling. And that's a choice. You're choosing to sit inside of that and make these excuses and you're choosing to sit there and continue to tell yourself the same deadbeat stories and victim stories over and over again and you're sitting there saying, I have a long list of reasons why I can't do this right now. I have a long list of, list of reasons why I have to wait and keep doing what I'm doing. And you're given this big long list, but everybody's got that big long list. How do you think anyone got where they are today? They tore up that list and they got to work. So you have a choice. Every You always have a choice. You can just sit and continue to tell yourself stories or you can get to work. And... You know, unfortunately, over 90% of entrepreneurs aren't willing to do that work. They're too scared. And they don't believe in themselves. And they think, even if I was given the way to do it, I probably wouldn't do it. I don't trust myself. That's your problem, right? Like, until you fix that, your situation is never going to change. There's never going to be a magical unicorn that's going to come bless you with everything you want. And you don't have to do what everybody else had to do. That day's never coming. So either you're going to do it or you're not. And here's the thing: there's no right or wrong. Sit in your pity. Sit right where you are. If you choose, if that's like, do whatever you want. But at the end of the day, just make the decision and then own it. Right? Like, stop, stop whining about it. Like, if you're going to choose to sit in your shit, then sit in it with a smile on your face and some grace, because you're choosing that. Right, you can't choose it and then bitch about it. Okay, you can't choose it and then have a shitty attitude about it. Like if that's what you're choosing, own it. Just be be real about it, right? Um, and if you're if you're really wanting to change your situation, then you have to know what it's going to take. Okay, um, there there's not a strategy that got me where I am. I invested when I only had food stamps. I took action when I did not know what the heck I was doing. Um, I, I moved when I couldn't see what was around the corner. I asked for help, even though it felt super crappy. I did the work, even though I was single, insecure, and a super broke mom, right? Um, I showed up on the days I didn't want to, especially. I asked for what I wanted, even though I did not think I deserved it. I sold every single day, even when I thought I was worthless. And I put myself in rooms with people that I thought were better than me. I was patient, even through disconnection notices piling high in my my, uh, stand, right? I cried, I screamed, I kicked like a little baby when I failed, but then I dusted myself off and I tried again, right? I went after my dreams when every person I ever knew told me I was nothing but a worthless orphan, okay? There's not a strategy that got me here. I put in the work. I did the time. I bet on me. I bet on me because no one's going to do anything for you. If people were gonna do things for you, I wouldn't have starved physically and literally for five days in a row. I wouldn't have been forced to eat my own vomit. I wouldn't have gone days without being able to feed my son or put diapers on his his butt. There's no way I would have gone through what I went through if people were gonna do things for me. No one would encounter suffering if people were gonna do something for you. No one's doing anything for you. Nobody owes you. No one owes you. If you want something, You have to do it yourself. There's no handouts. There's no instant gratifications, no shortcut, right? You have to do it yourself. And no one's going to applaud you for your hard work. I've been talking to a lot of people this past week that said, you know, I'm so vulnerable online and I show up and I put out these vulnerable posts and I go live and I share my story and all this vulnerable stuff and no one has the audacity to even reply or comment or engage with it. And I'm like, no one owes you that. If you're, if you're showing up online only for the intention to get something out of what you're doing, you are going to be very disappointed because no one owes you anything. No one owes you an applaud. No one owes like a clap. No one's gonna clap for you because you're working hard. So is the rest of the world. Who cares? That's what it takes. No one's going to acknowledge your pain, your suffering, your hard work, your sad story? No one's going to applaud you for that. No one is going to like give you what you want just because you showed up and did the work today. Nobody owes you anything. It's like giving a homeless person money and then you expect that they owe you back. You do what you do because it's who you are. It's what you're meant to do. No one owes you anything in return for that. You have to earn that. You have people's money. You have to earn people's time. They don't owe you those things just because you showed up today, just because you were brave, just because you shared your vulnerable story. No one owes you anything. No one's required to acknowledge you. You need to earn that. And that takes time and resilience and conviction and patience. And if you don't have that, you don't belong being an entrepreneur because it takes that. It takes all of that. And if you don't have tough skin and you take everything personal and you're going to, you know, go have a pity party and a cry fit every time you do something and you don't get something from doing that, you're you're just never going to make it. You're always going to be disappointed because that's not how this works. If you want to get something out of what you do, go get a job, right? Because you put your hours in and you get a paycheck times your hours. There you go. You get X dollars for every hour you work. That's where you'll get what you want. Like, you're not, you don't run a business and put in an eight-hour day and then say, where's my, my, my money? Like, that's not how this works. It's not a job. Okay? No one owes you anything. No one owes you their time and attention, their hearts, their likes, their comments. You earn that. You earn it. And that means you have to do the reps. You have to do the work. You have to put the time in. You have to be patient. Okay? And you have to learn how to do that. That's a skill. That's a skill. Uh, you know, I got where I am because I worked for it. Okay. And the other thing is I take up space, right? I am not afraid to say what's on my mind because it's the only thing I talk about. I speak my mind. I only speak what is on my mind. If I say it, it is true to me. And I, that, that's how I operate. I don't make up content for the sake of putting out a post today. I only say what's on my mind and what is true to me. And then I don't have any attachment. I don't put that post out and say, if I don't get applause and acknowledgement and recognition for that, if I don't get sale, if I don't get a conversation, if I don't get all the people wanting to buy, I don't do that. I don't do that. And I don't have that attachment. I'm not afraid to speak my voice. And I'm also not afraid of rejection. I've been rejected my whole life. So who cares? Who cares? I'm not, I'm not, I have a great life today and I've been rejected my whole life. Get over it. Right. Get over it. Like you're going to get rejected. (laughs) You will be rejected. There's what you, you can't control people and you can't please everybody. Please yourself. I don't care about nobody. I please myself because everyone has something to say. Everyone's got shit to say. Everyone's got shit to say. Everyone has an opinion about your life. Everybody's got something to say about what you say online. I don't give a shit what you got to say. Straight up. Doesn't matter to me. I don't care. Two cents. Drop it in the bucket. I don't care. I say what I mean. I say what I stand behind. So I don't care what anyone else has to say. I don't create content for the sake of creating content. I have a voice, ladies, and I use it, and I speak up, right? And I am unapologetic for that. I will never apologize for anything I say. I will never apologize, and I will never tread lightly, and I will never be careful. I will never mind what I say. I will say what the fuck is on my mind, and I don't care if you like it, love it, or don't. That's not my problem, right? You can tune out unsubscribe get yourself you know off my profile don't listen then don't listen if you don't like it I don't care I don't lose sleep right I don't lose sleep and cry over unsubscribes I fucking celebrate that shit so please unsubscribe all uh, all you want like I'll go celebrate that all day long I don't care I'm not here to get recognition I'm not here to be applauded I don't care And I take up space because I fucking earned it and I deserve it. And I have shit to say. Do you have something important to say? Do you have anything to say? Do you have anything to contribute? Because if you're just saying the same shit everybody else is saying, yeah, you're probably not going to love the feedback you get. You're probably not going to love it. But when you say something that means something to you, you're open for the conversation, Right, And it's not gonna emotionally take a hit. It isn't gonna hurt you because it's so true to you. It means something to you. When you're doing this for for reasons for yourself and not to get and earn something from other people, when you're doing this because it's what you do, it's who you are, versus it's what you want from other people, your perspective changes. You care so much less about what everybody's gotta say. Everyone's got an opinion. Right, everyone's gonna judge you. There's gonna be plenty of people that disagree with you. People are gonna listen to this and be like, I can't believe you said shit. I can't believe you swore. Oh my God, my heart is so, oh my God, my life, like, is over now. I can't believe that, how awful. I don't give a shit. Unsubscribe. Like, why do you care so much and get off the channel? Like, who cares? There's other people that this will shift their life. This will shift their mindset and will change their life. So I'm just talking to you, right? Like, I don't care. And also, it's true to me. It's who I am. This is who I am. I had someone this past week, too, say, like, I would love to see your feminine side. And I feel like, you know, your, your coaching style is very masculine. Fucking right it is. Fucking right it is. I ain't changing for nobody. If you don't like it, unsubscribe. You don't, you're not, like, you're not my client. I wouldn't work with you. And they really wanted me to like change and be willing to like change that in my coaching style and bring more of the feminine in. You got the wrong coach, honey. You got the wrong coach. I ain't here to be your friend. I'm not here to say what you need to say. I'm not here to make you feel loved. I'm not here to to only say what feels good to you. I'm not here to be woo-woo. I'm not here to be lovey-dovey flowers and unicorns. I'm not that person, right? That's not my coaching style. I have a feminine side, um, but it's not in my coaching, right? It's in, it's in my team. It's in my culture that I create in my programs. It's in my, it's, it's in the experience, but it's not in my coaching. If you want straight up, here's what you need to do. Get off your ass and get it done. Let's go. We got you. If you want like mentorship, that's how I mentor. I get people out of cloud nine of this big, like unicorny dreamy little life all I got to do is manifest and I get you down into the fucking weeds of doing what it's going to take and you know what you got to be a business athlete get on the fucking field and do the reps or sit on the sideline and dream and wish and meditate and say shiny sexy words to yourself but like at the end of the day there's people on the field and there's people on the sidelines who do you think wins people out on the field that are doing the work and the time so get out of the cloud nine and let's go right? Get up, do the work, roll your sleeves up, get dirty and be ready to hustle. That's life. That's success. And no successful person will ever tell you anything different. Most of the people, and here we go, I'm ready to offend some people. Most of the people that tell you, you can just wish and dream and manifest and it gets to be flowy. Most of those people, most, not all, not all, most are broke. And most of them hustled their way to that, by the way, most of them hustled their way to flow. So again, do the work, right? Like look around at successful people, they leave clues all over the place and they're working their ass off, they've worked their ass off, they put in the work, they've done the work, uh, you know, and they got, they got rejected massively and they failed massively, that's how we got there. Okay, when I was on food stamps, I hated it, I hated it. And people ask me, well, why did you stay on food stamps in government housing? for five years if you hated it so much. And I'm gonna tell you, because it was comfortable, it was safe, right? I had a roof over my head, we had a bed to sleep in, my bills were paid, (laughs) what the fuck? I had food stamps and food, I didn't have very much food, but like, we were okay, we were comfortable. And so I set in that because I was safe, right? I didn't have to, I didn't have to get uncomfortable. I didn't have to do the hard work. I didn't have to do the scary things. And I didn't have to bet on me. I didn't have to worry about rejection because I wasn't doing shit. I wasn't doing anything to get rejected. I wasn't doing anything to get a result. I wasn't doing anything to change my situation. I wasn't doing anything that was uncomfortable. I was sitting right in my own fucking struggle. And it was comfortable. I didn't say that it was fun. I didn't say I liked it. I said, you know, I said I hated it, but it was comfortable right? But at the same time, I was poor. I was broke. I was depressed. I was super freaking embarrassed. I was playing small and settling, right? Struggling, surviving, lacking. That was my life. So even though it was comfortable, it sucked. And I stayed there for five years because that's what I was willing to do. I was willing to sit in that shit for years because I was so afraid to get uncomfortable. I was so afraid to bet on myself. I was so afraid to take a risk. I was so afraid of what I didn't know. I was so afraid of like, I, I don't know what's on the other side of this. There's no certainty. There's no guarantee. There's no like, I don't I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what's on the other side of that. And so I was so afraid. I couldn't see around the corner. So I was, didn't dare to take a step, right? I just stayed right where I was. And you will stay right where you are right now until you are ready to change that situation because no one's going to do that for you right? There's nothing magical dropping in your lap this week that's going to change your whole life. The only way that your situation is ever going to change is when you decide to get up and change it, literally. And until that, you're going to stay comfy right where you are. And some people are cool with that. I wasn't. Comfortable didn't feel good. Being broke and struggling and lacking and barely surviving. And like, being embarrassed and not having money to, and resources and options. I had no options because I had no money. I couldn't do anything. I had no money. I, I, was, I was very dependent. I had no choices because I was so broke. And even though that was comfortable, I didn't like that. I didn't want that. That's not what I wanted. And nobody, I realized, it took me five years to realize, wow, no one is going to change this for me. No one's going to help me. No one's going to do it for me. Like, I expected, you know what, maybe someday God will just bless me with something, um, you know, and I could just sit here and wait. Maybe someday, all of a sudden, what I'm doing that hasn't worked for five years will all of a sudden work. Maybe one day someone will give me money or I'll fall into a bunch of money. Or maybe one day, like, someone will feel bad for me and just help me. And not one of those things ever happened. It just got worse and worse, and it felt shittier and shittier. And I just sat in that for five years until enough was enough. And I was like, you know what? I don't have anything. So I have nothing to lose. If I go for this and I take these risks, I've already encountered the worst case scenario. So I have nothing to lose here. And I just went for it. Because why not? I have nothing to begin with. So what would I lose? I wouldn't lose shit. Right? And so I figured it was worth giving it a shot. And so that's what I did you you got to get all in and bet on yourself. You have to believe that the work that you do and the thing that you're passionate about and what you claim to be so good at, you have to believe that you're worthy of it. You have to believe in your ability to go accomplish that. You have to be scrappy and hungry as a motherfucker. You have to be so hungry for this because it's not easy. And there's not a lot of gratitude and There's not for, from other people. There is no applaud. No one's really going to help you. So you have to be all in and you have to be willing to do whatever it takes. You have to be willing to do that. If you're going to get offended by people rejecting you or not agreeing with you or saying that you're wrong or having a bad negative comment or you're going to get, you know, you're going to have a pity party and go cry every time people don't say congratulations on your victory. Um, Good job on sharing your very vulnerable post. No one gives a shit. People have their own shit. People have a life. No one's just like waking up every day ready to read your shit. Um, you, you have to understand that. And so you have to have something to say. And that your business needs to be built around that thing, right? You have to be really passionate about it. You have to be all in. Meaning if the entire world disagreed with you, you would fight them. If, if every person you came in contact with disagreed with you, you would still fight for this. That's how you have to get scrappy and hungry and gritty like that. If, you, if you're too sensitive, you're going you're gonna to have a really hard time because people got shit to say and they're going to say it. And you're not always going to like it. And so you have to be okay with that. And you also have to know that every single thing you do isn't going to produce what you want it to, when you want it, and how you want it. And that's life. That's just facts. And, you know, there's many times we do things and it, do, it just flops. It just, it's an epic fail. We don't go cry about it. We're just like, Next right? Next. What's next? Let's go. We just keep chugging right along, you guys. Some of you get in your fucking head about the stupidest shit for like months. And it's like, damn, like, you just wasted so much time. Like, and your situation is still the same. Like, do the work. Get out there and just keep going. Like, plow through it all. And just don't stop. You have to learn to keep your eye on the end goal and on the prize. Not the the naysayers on the sidelines and not the people that have time to actually send you negative emails to tell you you swore in your email I'm so offended. I don't give a fuck. Be offended. Right? Why are you wasting 10 minutes to write this long email to tell me you're offended and unsubscribe and just fucking unsubscribe. I don't care. I'm not losing sleep. Like what do you want from that? You want me to like what email you back? I'm take time to what? I'm not gonna apologize. So what exactly are you expecting? What do you want me to do with that email? You want me to like Oh my God, the world is gonna stop and I'm gonna change for you and I so apologize. Fuck that shit. No, I'm not gonna do that. Good riddance to bad rubbish, goodbye. Like to each their own. I don't owe you shit. You subscribe to my shit. If you don't like it, unsubscribe. I didn't ask you to come here, right? Like you gotta understand guys, like this is what it takes. Like you just have to like care a little less about that, that stuff and channel your energy towards the people that appreciate you and that respect you and that are actually doing good with what you're teaching. And they feel you and they get you. They don't need to always agree. Everyone doesn't always agree with me. My clients don't always agree with me. They fucking respect me though, because I respect them. And because that's where I put my time and energy is nurturing those relationships. They don't need to agree with me, but I'm not going to go down this valley of people that want to take 20 minutes out of their not very busy day. Clearly and email me to say I they're so offended by the words and the language that I use and I'm gonna go they're gonna go out of their way to email me to tell me as if they like I'm supposed to stop everything we're doing and what apologize we're not sorry we're not sorry <laughs> what do you want from me like goodbye unsubscribe you don't even need to tell me you're doing it I wouldn't even notice <laughs> because we don't care I wouldn't even notice if you unsubscribed bye see ya we don't even know like You just have to learn where to channel your energy because you're either going to channel it and get stuck all the time and be thrown 50 steps back because you're too sensitive or you're going to just be like, cool, no chip off my shoulder. It's all good. Let's keep going and let's focus on the people that want to fucking go to sales church today. That's what we're doing, right? I'm focusing on the people that get fucking fired up by what I talk about, not the people that, you know, want to send me emails because... You know, I'm doing what they're not and they're pissed off about it and they're sensitive and they don't want me to say what they don't want me to say, but that's you know, you don't have that like I have the right to say whatever the fuck I want and I will. I like I said before, I have a voice, guys, and I use it. I'm not afraid of backlash. I'm not afraid of naysayers, I'm not afraid of judgment, I'm not afraid of rejection. I don't care. Look where I am today. Why would I give a shit? By not giving a shit about that stuff, it's gotten me here. When I gave a shit about that, I was broke on welfare. I was I was a victim to my abuse and my trauma. It wasn't until I stopped giving a shit that I was able to get where I am today. That's the whole point of this. Like I want you guys to get this. I want you to really get it. Because some of you, you're pigeonholing yourself and you're literally self-sabotaging because one, you're in your head. And like two, you're you're just not taking the risks. You're like, I know I need to make more money. And I know that you can help me make more money. But, like, and I know that what I'm doing is not working. But I'm just going to keep doing that for a little bit longer until I make more money. Okay, but you haven't made money in five fucking years. What's all of a sudden, what do you think is going to change? You don't know what you don't know. Get out of your way. Clearly, you don't know how to make the money. So go find someone who does. It doesn't need to be me. Go find fucking anybody who can help you do it. But you clearly don't know how. So what is another five years gonna do? What do you think is is magically all of a sudden gonna change? That was my wake up call. For five years, I was waiting and waiting, and waiting for something to change and nothing changed. Finally, I'm like, fuck this. This is, I'm done. I'm gonna just do what I gotta do. This is ridiculous. I wasn't willing to spend another minute, let alone another five years in that place. And, and that's what you got to get. You got to get to this point where you need to understand that you binge it on people's free content and trying to piece shit together is not a recipe for success. You have to understand that not investing in yourself isn't going to help other people invest in you. When you're not making money, you're blocking money. So if you're not investing, you're probably not making very much either. Like money goes in and out. It's a flow, right? You, you don't hoard. Uh, And you don't overspend. Money goes in and out, okay? And you're blocking all that. You have issues with receiving, right? You have to figure that out. And and you got to get to the point where you have to understand that if you're choosing a business over a nine to five job, then you're going to put out money before you have money coming in. That's the risk. Uh, But if you are committed and convicted to what you're doing and you believe in it, then, and, and if you're willing to do the work, why wouldn't you succeed? Why wouldn't you? Right now, some of you are doing the work, but you don't, you're not doing the right work, and you don't know what else to do, and that's why you're not succeeding. But if you invested in someone that did, and they were already doing it, and you show up and do the work, why wouldn't you get the result? It's law. It's law that if you consistently do the right things, if the results will follow. They must. You do enough sit-ups, you're going to eventually have abs, right? You do enough crunches, those abs are eventually going to start showing. You start eating right, and you start thinking right, and you start doing right, your health is going to change. It has to. It's law. Eventually, it will. Like, but you have to. You have to put yourself in the game, and you got to do the work. Okay. This is why we have one percent. One percent of entrepreneurs are millionaires, and and they're successful. And ninety nine percent fail in the first three years of business, and it's because they're not willing to do this work. Here, you think it's a strategy. You think someone has an Instagram secret. You think it's LinkedIn instead of Facebook. You think it's like, oh, I got to lower the price. That's all. Oh, you know what? All I got to do is just, I just got to, you know, go from one to one to group or group to one. You know what? It, it's just, I got I to gotta sell low ticket instead of high ticket. That's all. You think it's a strategy and you could think that for the next 10 years, but that's not going to change your financial situation because that's not the problem. That's not the problem. You're chasing these tactics and trends. You think, oh, you know what? It's probably threads. I should be on threads. That's probably a You know what? I'm probably not making money because I'm on Facebook. I really should be on LinkedIn. And the fact of the matter is, it's none of those things. It's everything I talked about here today that's the problem. But 99% of entrepreneurs don't want to face their truth. They don't want to face their trauma. They don't want to do the hard work. They don't want to take a risk. They don't want to bet on themselves because they're afraid they'll fail. They're afraid that they're not going to be able to do it. And until you get over that, your situation can't and won't change. All right, guys. I hope that this was inspiring. I hope it got some of you uh, over the fence a little bit. I hope that it shifted some perspective for you. For those of you that didn't love it, bye. But for those of you that did, like, I hope that this, this moves you. And I hope you understand what this takes and what's going to be required. Um, and I hope that we see you in our community for those of you that love this. Uh, we do this every week in our group. We'd love to see you there. The links are in the show notes. Uh, I will see you guys for another episode. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Confident Closer podcast. If you loved this episode, we release episodes each and every week. So make sure to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review. If you're a female coach, service provider, or consultant looking to elevate your sales and leverage your time more efficiently, we are currently accepting applications into our Profitable Entrepreneur Mastermind. In the Profitable Entrepreneur Mastermind, we're putting you in the room with other high achieving coaches who are scaling their income and impact and leveraging their ceo time so they can have a business and life they love without the hustle and sacrifice we all know as normal we focus on scaling sustainable and highly profitable group programs your conversion and launch strategy a repeatable sales pipeline and scaling with profit driven sellers so you can get your time back if simplifying your scale putting more profit in your pocket, and getting your time back, while creating a bigger impact in the world is on your radar this year, send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram, and let's see if the profitable entrepreneur could be your next best investment, and I hope to see you on the inside.